welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. In November 1935, as part of an Armistice Day remembrance, there was an American Legion ceremony at the corner of Green and Church Streets to honor the memory of Private John Brosnahan. He had been killed in action during World War I when his division launched an offensive against the Germans along the Vale River in France. According to the letter his mother received from Brosnahan's commanding officer, John was killed by an enemy shell explosion on the morning of August 19, 1918. He had been serving overseas for four months. A bronze marker declaring the corner John F. Brosnahan Square was unveiled at the Armistice Day Ceremony. The high school band played, and approximately 300 people attended the dedication of the square. John Brosnahan grew up in town and lived on Beach Street. While in high school, he played football and worked at Fenton's Clothing Store on Main Street. After graduating, he attended Albany Business College and became a bookkeeper. He was working at an Altman department store in New York when the draft notice arrived. John's mother was notified by mail of her son's death more than a month after he was killed in battle. He was buried in an American military cemetery in France. Here in Brattleboro, a well-attended Requiem military mass was served by Robert James Rand at St. Michael's Roman Catholic Church for Private John F. Brosnan. The square was dedicated in 1935 and continued as an open space into the century. After more than 70 years have passed, the bronze marker declaring the area John F. Brosnahan Square was no longer on display. No one is sure if the marker had been knocked over by a snowplow, tipped over from bank erosion, or fallen from some other cause. In March of 2007, the retaining wall along Church Street collapsed, and the Public Works Department was tasked with rebuilding the wall. At the time, the reformer pointed out that the town was built on a bunch of hills. The hills required retaining walls to keep them in place. A lot of maintenance was needed to keep the retaining walls in working order. To determine ownership of the collapsed retaining wall property, Director of Public Works Steve Barrett researched the history of the area and came upon the story of the 1935 dedication of Brosnahan Square. In 2007, the town budget ended with a large surplus and the town voted to set aside money for the rebuilding of Church Street's retaining wall. In 2008, Zaluzny Excavating and Welch Masonry were hired to rebuild the wall and hardscape Brosnahan Square. The Brosnahan Square marker had been discovered in storage and was incorporated into the new construction. During the square's rebuilding process, the new drainage was established. A new LED streetlight was installed. Two stone benches were introduced. A granite block anchored the paved walkway, and the Brosnahan bronze marker was placed back in the square. In 2009, Steve Barrett approached the Broadway Garden Club and asked if they would be interested in establishing plantings at the square that might soften the look and make the park more attractive. The Garden Club has been continuously planting and maintaining flowers at the site ever since. In 2013, Floral Gates Nursery donated peonies to the project, and Jill McMenamin of the Garden Club reached out to the Brattleboro Area Drop-In Center, seeking volunteers to help establish the new plantings. Charlotte Marcy had recently returned from serving two combat tours in Iraq and was volunteering at the drop-in center's emergency overflow shelter. Charlotte had been a past member of Jill's 4-H club and eagerly joined the project. For the next two summers, Charlotte helped amend the soil, plant, and weed perennials in the square. Charlotte Marcy was born in Bradwell in 1984. She grew up in Guilford with her mother, Therese, her father, Michael, and her brother, Paul, who was two years older. Charlotte was an animal lover to the core. 
She adored animals of all shapes and sizes, but her real love was horses. She learned how to groom horses and do many barn chores in exchange for riding lessons and the opportunity to compete in horse shows. At the age of 15, with the money she earned caring for horses and various pets, she was able to purchase her first horse, Jupiter. Charlotte was full of spunk and adventure. One time when she was 16, she rode her horse to Brattleboro Union High School and placed an order at the Burger King drive through window while she was still on her horse. Originally, Charlotte wished to go into law enforcement and enrolled in career center program. She strived for fairness and wanted to help others while serving her community. In 2002, Charlotte joined the Vermont Army National Guard. In 2005, she was deployed to Iraq. On Charlotte's first tour, she was a part of the military police. She was supposed to tour with the Vermont Army National Guard, but was three pounds under the minimum weight and had to wait a year before being deployed as a replacement soldier with the Arizona National Guard's 860th Military Police Company. She was only in Iraq for a week when the vehicle she was in was hit by a roadside bomb. Charlotte sustained traumatic brain and spinal injuries, but remained in Iraq until the end of her deployment. Despite her injuries, she returned to her unit within a week of the explosion. In 2006, Charlotte was deployed to Iraq again. She remained in action until 2008. She worked really hard, and within two years, she was promoted through the ranks to sergeant. Charlotte came home from her second tour with her military savings she bought Len Guilford. With the help of her friends and family, she built a house. However, Charlotte didn't come home from Iraq unscathed. She suffered from PTSD and the brain and spinal injuries that never really healed from her first tour. Charlotte tried to pursue a career in law enforcement again and got a degree from the Community College of Vermont. She attempted to continue her education at Keene State, but focusing on her work became a struggle. She tried to stay in the Vermont Guard, but chronic back pain and coupled with her brain injury and PTSD made it impossible to continue. She retired from the Guard in 2013, and so Charlotte spent a lot of her time volunteering. She wanted to be able to help people in need. She volunteered at Brosnahan School, making sure the veterans that fell before her still had a nice place to be remembered. She also spent a lot of time at the drop-in center working for the overflow shelter. Her back pain and PTSD meant she didn't sleep much, so she volunteered for the 1 a.m. to 7 a.m. shift, making sure people had tents and blankets to get through the night. Charlotte also continued to spend a lot of time with horses. She owned two horses of her own and was also involved in therapeutic riding. Charlotte lived in constant pain and had been prescribed morphine by her VA doctor. Her doctor was attempting to transition her to another pain medication when she suffered a life-threatening heat stroke while showing her horse at the Guilford Fair. She was airlifted to Dartmouth Hospital, but a lack of oxygen to her brain caused real physical changes. The stroke worsened her previous injuries and additionally compromised her speech and mobility. During the next two years, Charlotte was in various recovery settings for 21 months. Most of that time was spent in and out of hospitals. Near the end, she was essentially confined to a wheelchair. Charlotte committed suicide on September 30, 2016 at the age of 32. She fought two years against the struggles of her physical limitations and pain. Suicide rates among veterans and active service members continue to challenge our society. Last week, U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin said, We must redouble our efforts to provide all our people with the care and the resources they need to reduce stigmas and barriers to care and ensure that our community uses simple safety measures and precautions to reduce the risk of future tragedies. Rosenham Square continues to provide Charlotte's family with a comfortable place to tend flowers and remember their loved one. A cobblestone engraved with Charlotte's name can be found at the square surrounded by flowers maintained by her mother and the Brattleboro Garden Club.
This was written with the help of many people. Jill McMenamin, Steve Barrett, Sam Kuzanin, Bill Holiday, Peter Welch, Therese Marcy, and BAM students provided information and research for the recording. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.